Hi, welcome to today's program. This is Kennedy. We're living on God's Word. Today we're going to be reading Deuteronomy chapter 21 from the Jesus Bible NIV edition, review key takeaways, and end our session with a prayer. Atonement for an unsolved murder. If someone is found slain, lying in a field, in the land the Lord your God has given you to possess, and it's not known who the killer was, your elders and judges should go out and measure the distance from the body to the neighboring towns. Then the elders of the town nearest the body should take a heifer that has never been worked and has never worn a yoke and lead it down to a valley that has not been plowed or planted and where there is a flowing stream. There in the valley they are to break the heifer's neck. The Levitical priest should step forward, for the Lord your God has chosen them to minister and to pronounce blessings in the name of the Lord and to decide all cases of dispute and assault. Then all the elders of the town nearest the body should wash their hands over their heifer whose neck was broken in the valley. And they should declare, Our hands did not shed this blood, nor did our eyes see it done. Accept this atonement for your people Israel, whom you have redeemed, Lord, and do not hold your people guilty of the blood of an innocent person. And then the bloodshed will be atoned for, and you will have purged from yourselves the guilt of shedding innocent blood, since you have done what is right in the eyes of the Lord. Marrying a captive woman. When you go to war against your enemies, and the Lord your God delivers them into your hands, and you take captives, if you notice among the captives a beautiful woman and are attracted to her, you may take her as your wife, bring her into your home, and have her shave her head, trim her nails, and put aside the clothes she was wearing when captured, after she has lived in your house and mourned her father and mother for a full month. Then you may go to her and be her husband, and she should be your wife. If you are not pleased with her, let her go wherever she wishes. You must not sell her or treat her as a slave, since you have dishonored her. The right of the firstborn. If a man has two wives, and he loves one but not the other, and both bear him sons, but the firstborn is the son of the wife he does not love, when he wills his property to his sons, he must not give the rights of the firstborn to the son of the wife he loves, in preference to his actual firstborn. The son of the wife he does not love. He must acknowledge the son of his unloved wife as the firstborn by giving him a double share of all he has. That son is the first sign of his father's strength. The right of the firstborn belongs to him. A rebellious son. If someone has a stubborn and rebellious son who does not obey his father and mother and will not listen to them when they discipline him, his father and mother should take hold of him and bring him to the elders at the gate of his town. They should say to the elders, This son of ours is stubborn and rebellious. He will not obey us. He is a glutton and a drunkard. Then all the men of the, his town are to stone him to death. You must purge the evil from among you. All Israel will hear of it and be afraid. Various laws. If someone guilty of a capital offense is put to death and their body is exposed on a pole, you must not leave the body hanging on the pole overnight. Be sure to bury it that same day, because anyone who is hung on a pole is under God's curse. You must not desecrate the land the Lord your God is giving you as an inheritance. This is the end of Deuteronomy chapter 21. We see instructions on how to deal with an unsolved murder in order to obtain atonement. We deal with um, marrying a captive woman, what to do, the right of the firstborn, even if you love or don't love the wife, the woman, a rebellious son, and how we are to discipline him, and then other laws. Uh, ultimately, it talks about the capital 
offense and being put to death and the body being exposed on a pole. And we know that later the Romans took this and to the next level, reversed it by killing people, putting them, nailing them to the cross, uh, crucifying them alive so that they would die the most agonizing death. Jesus came and died that death and was cursed by God for being on the pole. This is a, a death that was cursed by God, but not because of Jesus himself, but because of the sins that he bore in order so that he would be able to free us. So let us pray. Father God, thank you so much for being willing to die on that cross for our sins, for being willing to endure the most humiliating and excruciating death possible. Father, we don't deserve your forgiveness. We don't deserve your mercy. We don't deserve what Jesus did on our behalf. But we thank you for it, and we praise you for it. And we ask that you help us become better Christians and better brothers and sisters. In Jesus' name, amen. This concludes today's reading and interpretation of Deuteronomy chapter 21. We hope that you will join us again tomorrow. God bless you. This is Kennedy, your brother in Christ, always.